War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 99. It is November 17th, 71 degrees outside. That's too hot. And 5.36 at night. It's been a few days since I did one of these. I'm telling you, the weekends, home games, especially um, bigger home games, they kill me. Sunday, I don't want to do anything. But I have to because I have to, you know, get all the tailgate stuff out of the truck, load all it up, all that stuff. Um, so I didn't feel like doing one Sunday and then didn't feel like doing one yesterday. Technically, this would have been 100. No, yesterday would have been 100. But I've actually done 100 because there were some days I did two and I just called them the same number. But whatever. 100-ish boggle spots. That's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot of me sitting here rambling talking about nothing. Um... So today is Tuesday. We got Idaho coming up. Nobody really cares about that yet. Um, people hate life because of the way the offense played against Georgia. Uh, he did. Uh, Gus did say that Jeremy would start because Sean is is hurt, and we need to get him better before he can play. Well, then some people are going to say, well, he's pretty much the same as he was the week before. Why is he? Why did he play then? I don't know. I don't it. Obviously, the offense was stalling, and you can say it was execution. You can say it's play calling. It's probably a little bit of both. Due to lack of execution, I think might have been why the play calling was weird, uh, and probably the reason they swapped. I mean, Jeremy was overthrowing everybody. The offense had wasn't moving in the second half, so they put Sean in there, see if he could throw the ball a little bit better. He didn't. He was throwing, overthrowing, and, and things like that. I don't know. It was it was a weird, weird, weird second half. Uh, offense looked pretty good on the first drive. They looked pretty good, and maybe one or two other drives in the first half. But it was just I don't know. It what Georgia's defense wasn't anything great. There were times when they would let defensive linemen just bust right on in, and um, didn't matter who was playing quarterback, they were going to get sacked. Um, but anyway, I don't want to talk about that game anymore. I wrote my review. I posted it late last night. That's See, I even waited two days to write the stupid thing because I didn't even want to talk about it. But go read it. Uh, so we've got, yeah, we're moving on to Idaho. It's a week for, you know, most of the times you want to let the walk-ons and so play because Idaho is terrible. They did beat Troy this year. They beat Louisiana Monroe, and they beat somebody out west, somebody really bad. They're they are in South Alabama, Troy, they're in the Sun Belt. They pl- they come down here like half their season. This is their third trip to Alabama this year. Come out Idaho people, that's like Washington, Canada. They they this is the third time they've been to Alabama this year to play a football game. Um got to think they're but well we are paying them to come here, so that's how they pay half their trips and all that, but their coach is Paul Petrino, Bobby Petrino's son. Uh, he looks like a shorter, less fun version of Bobby Petrino. Has the same um, anger issues, apparently. If you remember this earlier this summer, some one of the media, the beat reporters from up there, wrote about how Paul was like berating the media because they were posting or reporting on injuries or something. Um, I don't know. So he seems like a bag of fun. Uh, he hasn't ridden a motorcycle with anybody yet that I know of. Uh, but, yeah, we'll talk about Idaho more as the week goes on. It's only Tuesday. But today, there was a basketball game at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Auburn beat UAB on Friday in a, a really good game against a good team. Today, they played Colorado, who is 
better than UAB. Um, Colorado had lost to their first, their only game this year was against Iowa State, who was in the top ten. They lost by six or eight to them. So, obviously, a pretty good team. Um, and it was at two o'clock. A lot of students were there. I didn't get to go. Real job kept me away. Uh, but we did watch it, most of it. And Auburn was on fire in the first half, especially Kareem Canty. He hit f- his first five three-pointers. Um, they looked like a, a real basketball team. They looked like they did at the good points against UAB. Uh, but just like the UAB game, they got – UAB game, I think they got a 12- or 14-point lead and ended up getting down in the second half and having to come back. Well, against Colorado, they got a 15-point lead right before halftime. And then Colorado scored 10 straight, and I think the halftime lead was four points. And then with maybe five minutes to go, Colorado was winning by 12. Now, they did come back. Auburn only lost by seven, which is a lot less than 31, which is what they lost by last year. Um, But it was just – it was kind of a sign of a team that hasn't – I don't know. I don't know what to say because the – the arena was absolutely rocking. It looked like there was a decent amount of old folks there, but the, the student section was loud. Um, I mean, it was 2 o'clock. Only certain students could be there, and half of America is working at that time. But um, it seemed like everything was there. Auburn had the lead. Auburn had the excitement. Um, oh, but in the second half, they got a uh, on a dunk. Who was, I think it was Horace Spencer. He, when he dunked it, it was a pretty powerful dunk. He was coming down, and the ball had already bounced off the ground and was coming back up while he was coming down. And his hand, it looked at first like his hand just hit the ball as he was coming down, and it, like, slammed the ball. Well, from another angle, it did look like he kind of caught it. and Not caught it, but he, like, purposely slammed the ball down. And they got a technical. And after that point, Auburn went down, and it's like they couldn't get past the fact that they got called a technical on a guy kind of maybe inadvertently slamming a ball down on the dunk. I don't know if any of you ever dunked. I mean, I've dunked pretty – I've dunked a lot in my day, let's just say that. I didn't say how tall the goal was, but I've dunked a lot. When you're up there and you're coming down, I've never dunked in front of a, a loud arena, but I'm going to guess that you don't really know what's going on when you're up there. You're just pumped. You're just like, whatever. You're just – it's the ultimate pumpage. And then if a ball happens to come up and hit your hand – you might slam it. You might hit it real hard. You might do something. You don't know what's going on. But you're not in your right mind going, okay, I'm going to grab this ball and I'm going to slam it because that'll make me look cool. That's not happening. We're talking about a split-second decision. Ball comes up. Your hand's going down. I just dunked in your face. Bam. It just happened. So it's a dumb call. And after that, it seemed like it, Auburn kind of fell apart. They couldn't hit a three. They couldn't. Um, I kind of had to halfway watch the the second half, but it's like every time, everything I saw, they couldn't get the ball. I mean, they couldn't get the ball in the net in the hoop at all. I mean, it was like it was straight up hitting it around, bouncing it around, throwing it up in the air. They'd have 12 chances at a putback. They'd miss a wide-open shot. It was just like a completely different team. And maybe that's a team that just hadn't gelled yet. Maybe it's a team that's not used to adversity, like a play like that, that kind of changes everything. And again, Colorado's really good. 
Um, they killed Auburn last year, uh, and this is a completely different Auburn team. There's like there's two guys, maybe three guys, that play. Yeah, Taj Simeon and Jordan Granger that actually play, but they, um, it's a completely different team. But it's obviously a much better team. Auburn could have easily won by 15 today. If they kept it going, if that weird call hadn't happened, you never know. They stopped making free throws. It's just It was a completely different team after that point. So there's reason to be excited still. Uh, losing by seven to a team like Colorado, a team that just barely lost to a top 10 team, um, there's reason to be excited. I, I mean... I, it was one of those games where I had no idea because it's hard to have a, hard to have a home home court advantage at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday, but Auburn kind of did. And Auburn didn't even have probably two of their top four players playing. Daniel or Daniel or however you say his name, Purifoy, still waiting to see if his AT, ACT score. Still waiting, you know, the NCAA clearinghouse to let him play or not. And then uh, New Williams is hurt, and he he should be back soon. So Auburn's not even up to full speed yet. They've already beaten UAB, and they should have beaten Colorado. Um, so it's still, I mean, this game won't mean anything uh, eventually. This this is a game that could teach them a lot of lessons and make everything better. But in March, they're not going to look at it and go, oh, wait, they lost by seven to Colorado. They're not. That's not going to happen. That might actually be a positive thing by the time, thing, by the time things finish up. I don't know. And... Auburn didn't lose by 40 to Dayton today like Alabama did. I, I loved how I, I tweeted buckle up, which is like the Alabama hashtag for basketball this year. I guess it's bu- buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Maybe that's what they should say. But when Auburn lost by seven to Colorado, who would beat Alabama and Dayton by 20 at least, um, maybe not Dayton, but uh, they, I got backlash from my buckle up tweet. Isn't that sad? Because uh, Alabama fans want so bad to be excited. They want real excitement. They've been acting like they're excited about basketball forever. They want so bad to have Bruce Pearl and that kind of that kind of excitement and the team that Auburn has this year. They want it so bad. Anyway, that's it, I guess. It's good to be back after two days off. Maybe about baseball season when none of you really care about not not that nobody cares about baseball but when we're kind of like the only thing going on is weekend baseball series i may only do these three days a week we'll see i don't know we'll see but for now we'll keep them going and tomorrow will be the number 100 bloggle spot number 99 done war eagle